Big Dog Ball Talk 2023, 2K2023, oh. 2023 episodes. We're working our way up there. Really? Um, yeah, 124 uh, we're on, I think, okay. now. So, uh, you know, uh, elite company. Uh, we hope that you guys yeah. have been along for uh, all uh, 124 hours of fucking content with us. Uh, tonight, <coughs> Acorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, lots and lots to discuss this week. But first, Jordan, you know, we were kind of talking about it before we started recording here. It's a new year. Uh, I've already established yeah. it's not going to be a new me. I'm back on my bullshit. I'm not changing anything. Uh Besides nice. drinking, besides drinking weird beverages, just full of miscellaneous fruit, uh, you know, what what are you looking to change about yourself? Because I think I think is all it, the viewers, all the viewers are looking to change you a little bit. Is it is the cucumber a fruit? I I don't know. I've got cucumber water here. I think it's a fifty fifty. It's like uh, okay. I, I I I I think you can just whatever you Either truly way, believe. It's like a in. Tomato. Yeah, yeah, whatever you believe. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I've got cucumber water, Matt. I no no is it a legume I don't know but I got I'm cucumber cool water uh it's uh I, I don't know if you've heard that I think you know the Jamaican man who makes the song about it uh, uh I love it mm. uh it always um you know I always sing it whenever I'm making myself cucumber water uh it's it's good uh, electrolytes all the stuff January 2nd Matt I am not I am I'm changing everything about who I am by the end of this year Matt you're not even going to recognize me um, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I went for a bike ride this morning. It's four degrees in you Toronto. Fucked. No snow. Yeah, that's right. I went, I went up some hills. Uh, it was, it was difficult, but, um, what about down like, the hills? I'm uh, it, down the hills. Was, it was fun. It was good. I got some speed. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> hit, you know, these, these, tro- these, no, no, look, these Toronto drivers are, they, they can be a little scary, but I, you know, I kept it, you know, residential. Um, but, uh, the point is Matt, it's, uh, I'm, 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 I'm changing. I'm, I'm changing every day. Um, Interesting. and, uh, but the, the, my, and my takes are going to improve as my, uh, <laughs> as my, my physical health gets better as well, Matt. So just, just watch so out for it. You stay the same. That's good I'm for me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up here in some regards. Uh, yeah. but, uh, Jordan Flegel 2.0 Fleeg dog, uh, the oh. Mar- Mark two, you don't want to catch him in the streets. Uh, no. Someone else you don't want to catch in the streets or on the basketball court right now is Luka Doncic. Uh, we were talking last uh, in our last podcast about him and uh, his insane 60-20-10 and 10 game. Uh, and he's just kept, <laughs> kept the ball rolling. Uh, absolutely uh, no stoppage in sight of his insane play. Averaging something like 45 points uh, over the last five games. Just looking unstoppable. The Mavericks now... Uh, are vaulted into kind of the top four of the Western yeah. Conference. Uh, and I think at this point, I know that the the MVP race is wide open. There's probably six or seven guys legitimately that could have a case right now to win the award. But I think right now, and I like it, You, everyone who's listened to this podcast for the last year or so knows, I'm, I'm, I'm big into winning. I value winning uh, over pretty much everything. But even if they are the four seed, even the five seed right now, I I might even break all my principles and go six seed, and I'll apologize <laughs> to Russell Westbrook, even though it's a totally yeah. different kind of situation. But uh, you know, I I would probably have to give Luca the MVP because he's just playing at an insane pace right now. Like I know people are trying to compare him to some of those James Harden seasons where he had strings together like this. Uh, but James Harden also had some pretty fucking good teams around him. This Mavericks team yeah. is not nearly as good as those Rockets teams. Uh, you know, more yeah. comparable to the Westbrook OKC Thunder days. So I'm 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 pretty all in on Luca right now. Uh, you know, one of the best players in the league and uh, possibly this year's MVP already. Yeah, yeah, I think he's in first. He's got to be in first place right now. I think most people have him there. Um, and you know, like I, I think he broke a record. I saw the stat over the past five games or something. He's the first player with. 225 plus points, uh, mm-hmm. 50 plus boards, 50 plus assists, um, and, and that's ever. That's not you know you, you know usually with crazy you know number stats like that. It's yada yada since Wilt or something yeah. like that. But no, he's he's the first one ever. Um, yeah, we we talked about the 60 20 10 style line. Uh, he's just and we, we every time we talk about um, you know the, the MVP, we say you know we when we've said it over and over again. You you need those moments. You need those things sort of in the memory of of fans and people watching. It's like, Oh, remember when he did this, uh, you mm-hmm. know, every MVP kind of has those, um, yeah, little things that stick out. And Luca's already got that kind of midway through the season. Now is kind of the time when you want to be peaking. Cause this is when sort of the, the beginning, like real MVP talk starts anyway, kind of like midway through the season, you know, 
approaching the all-star break. And then if you can kind of stay on top and carry the way, you know, keep, keep similar stats up the rest of the season, you're, you're, you're going to be in pretty good shape. So yeah. as long as he can, you know, he doesn't have to go out and score 50 and 60 every night, but if he can, like you're saying, keep the Mavs in that top four, um, it, it's, it's going to be hard. You know, I think it's his award to lose because all these other guys, you know, all the other teams and, and, you know, players who are up there, even, even if you look at a guy like Jokic, Mm-hmm. They all have way better teams than 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 Luca. Like oh, Luca's sure. got, yeah. Luca's got no one. Uh, you know, with with Brunson gone now, Dinwiddie's not having the greatest year. You've got Christian Wood, you know, who's kind of stayed hot shooting the ball, but no one no one thinks he's you know all that special. Maxi no. Kleba, yeah. who is a big big you know part of their team, is is as you know is out now, missing time. Germaniac, and so he's he's just you know he's 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 everything for this team, and you know mm-hmm. more more so than anyone else. Without him, they—I don't know where the hell they'd be. So you know, that, and that's usually the definition of an MVP. If you can drag a team like that up into, uh, yeah, like we're saying, you know, the the, the top half of the playoff picture, uh, it, it's just been insane. So I, I think he's in first, one hundred percent. And and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of being like. It's kind of annoying every time someone, you know, every every, every post I, I scroll the comments and I'm like Harden did this for three years, nobody mm, nobody yeah. said anything, and it's like. I, I hope people realize Luca already has a better playoff resume than James Harden in his entire <laughs> career, uh, and he's only 23. Like the 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 also people issue with did, James did give James Harden lots of love back then. People just they have did gold, the goldfish yeah. attention span. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean uh, during those years, and even you know myself included, um, you know through that like you know after he got traded and when he was always in that MVP talk, James Harden he came mm-hmm. second to Steph I think the year yeah, I think I, it was twenty fifteen. Sure I, I had I had him winning that year too. I, I took him me too. Steph, that's what uh, I was gonna say. Yeah, hundred percent. So like I, I I think he was getting love absolutely, but you know you saw over and over again the Rockets would get into the playoffs. They he did have much better teammates, a better system, especially when you talk about Chris Paul when he eventually got there. Yeah. James Harden never performed in the playoffs, always underperformed. Luca has shown already, got to the conference finals, uh, you know, dragged the team there, uh, you know, had two very unlucky matchups in the playoffs against the Clippers, who were yeah. probably the worst, you know, the, the best equipped at guarding him. And uh, they were close uh, both times. And, and when he was uh, young, too, like he's playing on a shit team. Yeah, he's only yeah 21 exactly. years old, hitting buzzer beaters in the bubble. Yeah, yeah, and like he's he's still incredibly young. Like you, you mm-hmm. still wouldn't even be that surprised if you know this year they, you know they 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 don't get back to the conference finals. Like he's still that you know that doesn't mean he's a choker or anything. Like he's already proven he's on an upward trajectory. Um, and and so so yeah, I, I think that's the big difference between you know comparing him to a guy like Harden. Um, and and I just think you know the the biggest test too of an MVP like or one of the bigger tests is like you, I don't think there's a team you would like less want to face in if you're a team in the west because other guys you can sort of you know other teams you can say all right you know we, we're going to game plan around this you know a team like memphis you know we we can sort of we, we saw the blueprint of what minnesota how they defended jaw last year had some success with it you know uh, uh, other teams you kind of have a game plan like there is no game plan for luca there's absolutely mm-hmm. nothing you can do Jokic is this kind of similar in a similar vein but yep, luca yep. even more so taking over the game uh there, there there's just nothing you can do and that that sort of you know, wild card, that factor, uh, you know, no, no one wants to face Dallas in the playoffs, even though they have a pretty subpar team around him. He's, he's gonna, you know, he can come in and, and, and win games, win a series all by himself. So a hundred percent, I think he's the MVP right now. And we'll, we'll see if he can keep it up because he, you know, so far, uh, like even when we talked about the 60 point game and again, with the 51 point game against San Antonio the other night, that was a one point win. He needs these uh, you know, these high scoring games for the Mavs to even win. So he's going to have to keep it up if he wants the Mavs to stay in that, uh, you know, w- sort of winning picture. So so w- we'll see how long he can do this for, but it's going to be a, a lot of heavy lifting for him. Yeah, uh, 100%. Again, the, the whole team lives and dies through through Luka's hands. I mean, there's no no yeah. chance. I don't even think that, you know, if you take Luka off this team, uh, I don't even think they're a play-in team. Uh, like, that's, that's how important yeah. he is to this no. squad. Like, it's... Uh, there's there's no real yeah. understating his his impact and I, again that really does you know play into that that MVP narrative um, but again you know if you kind of can check the majority of the boxes uh, that you kind of look at and the the criteria you know winning record uh, home court advantage in the playoffs uh, there's there's a ton a ton of different uh, you know factors you could apply to to Lucas so far this season uh, and, and it's yeah. it's it's smart too because he's doing some of these giant these crazy games these good performances against the shittiest teams. 
He's going off, yeah. uh, you know, 51 against the Spurs most recently. Like, he's making sure yeah. that, uh, you know, he can kind of stat pad a little bit here as well. Uh, and, you know, yeah. people may say, oh, no, no, he thinks he's cared about winning. Luca is like any NBA superstar. They all stat pad in, in, in some regard. Uh, again, I know, uh, yeah. you know, I've, yeah. I, I've given uh, a certain uh, Hustle Westbrook, uh, Westbrook, uh, a bit of a tough time about that in the past. <laughs> uh, but again, at least he's still winning yeah. a lot of his games right now. Um, and I, I think yeah. that this kind of version of Luca is only going to get better. Uh, you know, there's still different leagues to his, uh, his his game that he can add, different facets. And uh, I think that we're kind of watching that grow. Do I ever think he's going to be, like, the best defender of all time? No. But, like, you can even see it. Like, his body, he is just getting more in shape. He's more ready. He's got a better, uh, you know, vertical yeah. ability. Like, yeah. he's moving around the court a lot more. He can handle the contact that he's getting thrown around. Uh, you know, it's I, I think we are yeah. kind of seeing the next generational talent before us. And uh, I think this also, I'm hoping – you know, based on how everything's gone so far, you compare their two careers. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, they, they, they had that kind of a fluky, I'll, I'll 100% say, you know, run uh, in the playoffs uh, a couple of years ago. Um, but Trey Young, Luka Doncic, that trade, please don't say that was a fair trade anymore. Uh, that was a, no. a, a fleecing. I don't think any Hawks fan in the world uh, would be like, oh, yeah, I'd still rather have Trey than, uh, than Luka. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. crazy, yeah. crazy how the landscape would look like right now if they never made that move, uh, both these franchises, yeah. but, uh, you know, that's something that, uh, I guess we'll never know. Um, but yeah, Luca yeah. MVP case is, is just continuing to mount here. And, uh, I, I'm going to be shocked to see if like, so, like, like right now, I think it is really him and Jokic, probably the only two, yeah. uh, like Jason Tatum. Like, again, like it is wide open. Like you could, it really just depends on what you think, what you value more. If you want to value these individual stat lines and milestones over some of these guys who are also performing at an MVP level, maybe not to the exact uh, you know uh, statistical qualifications, but their teams are fucking powerhouses. Like you can't really like the the Celtics and the Nuggets would probably beat down the Mavericks uh, in a seven game series. If we're being honest, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the 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 field right now, it's it, it's insane because you know mm-hmm, T- mm-hmm. Tatum was out in front, and I mean when, back when we did our earliest uh, MVP kind of uh, you know sort of marker, I think it was quarter way through the season. I had uh, Steph right up in there, so like mm-hmm. Steph when he was playing, he was in the mix yep. as well. So you've got you know you've got Tatum, and oh by the way, Kevin Durant, uh, you know Brooklyn uh, all all of a sudden yep. moves ahead of Milwaukee, second in the East. Kevin Durant's having an absolutely fucking unreal season again, yeah. uh, you know, at his advanced age. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Giannis still in the mix. Uh, and, and yeah, the two guys out West. I mean, we talked maybe, about uh, Zion as well. Yeah, Zion, Jaw, and jo- throw a there. in there. And uh, Kawhi Leonard's starting to look like the old man oh, himself, him. like the, the old him. guy. But Matt, he's coming back. Uh, you know, he looks like, you know, the, 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 the best cyborg. he's looked in years. Um, and so you've got, you know, the, 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 the league is wide open and then so is the MVP race. Like it's going to mm-hmm. be it's going to be right down to the wire. But um, yeah, like we're saying, I think the, the, the moments and the sort of how valuable you are to your specific team, Luca's Luca's got the edge right now for sure, 100 percent. Well, uh, we're going to see how the playoff race uh, continues to play out here. It's it's going to be you know uh, a razor thin margin uh, yeah. that decides this one. So uh, we're going to yeah. have to keep a. Keep Who did an eye you pick there. for MVP, Matt? Early in the Pre-season? season, I think yeah. I took Tatum. I think I took Tatum. Tatum? I think that was well. The I've safe got pick. I've got Jokic. I've got Jokic going True. for a three. There we go. First and second in the uh, first in each uh, you know Denver's first in the mm-hmm. the West Boston in the uh, the East. Denver actually beat Boston last night. Jokic had another fucking sick game, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll see, Matt. Where, where yeah, both uh, of our guys Celt- are going to be in the race. Celtics don't want to play them. Uh, confirmed by Jason nope. Tatum. They, uh, they're they nope. glad they're done. Uh, but uh, <laughs> to move on to a team that, you know, I the, the, I think really the only mention we've had about them uh, in this year's podcast was when I had a, uh, a dream uh, that they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Uh, and, Not a dream, you know, it's a reality, man. I think that, yeah, reality, I think I might be, what are those people called? Uh, someone who gets like, an oracle or something? I, I can yeah. see the future, I think. Uh, I also had yeah. a dream, but I forgot it. I should have wrote it down. It's probably a million dollars gone. Uh, <laughs> I think that was a football-related one, but so we're not, we're not going to worry about that oh, one on shit. this podcast. Uh, say that for a different one. But uh, the Indiana Pacers, let's talk about them. Let's give them some love. Let's, sh- let's shout them out, because I think last year was really just uh, the Sabonis-Miles Turner debate that really uh, made us uh, talk on their name, but... Six yep. in the East right now, uh, three games above 500. Uh, they're still, you know, a full game ahead of the Miami Heat and the, the New York Knickerbockers. Uh, yep. So it's going to be, you know, they they, they, are, uh, they have a legitimate chance to crack into that top six, not even have to play in the play-in. And this was a team that a lot of people thought were going to kind of uh, be wobbling for Wembenyama. And yep. uh, right now they look good. 
Buddy Heald is kind of playing at an elite clip. Uh, his game's yep. finally translated to uh, the current modern NBA the way that people thought uh, they would. Uh, Miles yep. Turner playing amazing. I know that he still gets brought up in some trade talks, Love but it. he's getting that extension, and I don't think that I, I don't know why the Pacers would want to do anything here. Uh, I think yep. they would just keep him around, let him keep playing uh, as solid as he has. And of course, the biggest move here, and crazy to think that you know it, this this we're, we're just talking about a win win trade between Luca and uh, Trey potentially. Uh, yeah. but the Tyrese Halliburton and Demonis Savonis trade. Now that looks like it could have been a win-win trade. You know, maybe longevity, yeah. uh, Kings fans are a little bit pissed about it, but, uh, you know, Tyrese Halliburton has been sensational for the Pacers <sighs> so far this season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean uh, Wally Serbiak doesn't think so. Did you see that yes. uh, clip of it? <laughs> Fake yeah. all-star. Yeah, Wally, uh, you shut your mouth, man. I mean, Tyrese has been uh, Wally just... Alphabet incredible uh he's had a couple you know the other night he went toe-to-toe with paul george down the stretch mm-hmm. indiana uh won that game against the clippers like that he's been absolutely insane this year had yeah clutch performances i think he's leading in the nba in assists per game at least he was at one point but over 10 per game uh still an amazing defender like the and and you know they tyrese uh buddy healed and miles turner all three shooting over forty percent from three. So like mm-hmm. shooting the ball, they've been they've been hot. Um, you know they, they they've just it, 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 to to me they're kind of like you know when I look at the Pacers, they're kind of doing what Utah was doing earlier in the season and just playing yeah. free flowing. You know you know very very simple basketball. Like there's nothing crazy that they're doing. Rick Carlisle is obviously you know a great really experienced coach, but they've just you know they're playing to their strengths, which is you know shooting. Tyrese running pick and rolls and being able to find people. Um, and then you've, you've got enough firepower to bring a guy like Ben Matherin off the bench, bringing you yeah. 17 points um, like uh, per, per game here. Like they, they've got good scorers out there. Um, and, you know, defensively is their one kind of weak point. Um, they're, what are they? Yeah, they're 20th in the league right now defensively. So that's maybe something to go out and, and try to address. They don't really have yeah. that many good perimeter defenders. You know, Buddy Heald's not really one. Tyrese is a good point of attack defender. Miles Turner's obviously a good interior defender, but between those guys, they're pretty limited. But, mm-hmm. like, it's so far, it's it's been great. They're winning games. They're they're better than pretty much everyone thought they'd be. And, and uh, like, for, for me, like, they're already a team that doesn't like to tank. Like, they, they have, no, you know, no. get, getting, getting uh, whatever pick they had, I think it was even maybe would have even been Duarte or no Bennett Matherin what was he he was in the top 10 this year wasn't he yeah top 10 but I don't think he was uh wasn't top five yeah but like that's the highest pick they've had since like the fucking 90s or something like they Mm. they do not they do not like to uh you know bottom out and tank uh it's I don't think it's something you know the the fan base really would appreciate there they've always kind of been a let's retool uh and 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 try and be good again as quick as possible as I said the the basketball gods will will prepare you they'll uh bless you if you do if you try but I mean, look what they've done. They they dipped down. They got they got Ben Matherin. That looks like a hit. Mm-hmm. You know that he's a guy firmly in the rookie of the year race. Uh, and and they've got other good young players as well. They hit on Duarte as well. He's come back uh, now and is kind of you know he he's getting his legs under him. We'll see how how good he can look. You know as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got this kid Nemhart uh, from you know another Canadian. Also fun to root for the Pacers. Four Canadians on this squad. We yep. love it. But uh, Nemhart hit, hit that fucking uh, the game winner against uh, the, 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 the Lakers. Lakers. And then the amazing game, uh, you know, 30 and 13 or something like that against Steph and the Warriors. Like, he has been, like, just a revelation for them. Uh, Just a very, very solid guy they picked up early second round. Um, And and so, like... For, for them, it no need to bottom out anymore. I don't think you should. You, I, I don't think you need to go down and sort of you know test the waters for Wembenyama. I think you've shown like if you're where you are, you know, in sixth place this point in the season, I think you can you can continue that kind of retooling and then you know keep climbing because you've got Tyrese and you've got uh, you know Ty- Tyrese and, and and Ben Matherin like that's a backcourt built for the future. Yeah. And like you're saying, if you want to keep Miles Turner around. Why not? Like he's still only twenty six years old. He's got a guy that's still got a lot to give. And you know, if if he re ups there and kind of is you know reinvigorated, you know, happy to, to sort of stick around. I don't know if that's kind of where his head's at because I know he talked about you know maybe wanting a trade a little yeah. bit earlier in the season. So he was if you have up to his trade own hypotheticals. Him, he was hitting the trade machine for himself. He was. I know. And if you have to trade him, fine. But like at this point, you know, the talk earlier these past couple of years is let's trade him out for draft picks. I don't think Indiana really wants to do that anymore they're going to want a good player back so it kind of makes it a little harder to make that move but either way 
I think Indiana should be a buyer at the deadline if they can. Like, imagine if this they made a little bit of uh, you know a, a consolidation trade, moved out some of these kind of guards. They got they're pretty mm-hmm. guard heavy right now. If they had a guy like you know, I always use him as the example, but you know, imagine they had OG Ananobi to fix some of their you know defensive problems or a big wing like that to 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 play next sort of between that backcourt uh, and, and Miles Turner up front. That's kind of like the the one thing that I think could really kind of make these guys interesting, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and, and not just this year, but going forward. So I'd love to see them sort of keep keep up on this upward trajectory. Right now, I don't think they're any sort of real threat. Like Tyrese can maybe, you know, make a little bit of noise, win them a couple games in a first-round series maybe, but I don't see mm-hmm. them doing much more than that with how good the top of the East is. But uh, you could, you know, I, I think that could change if they go and make the right move. I don't know if that's going to be there for them this year, but uh, I, I think they should test the water and, and you know, Beyond that, it's, uh, you know, future's looking bright for these guys, 100%. Yeah, well, and, and even when you look, you know, we're talking about some of these guys on the bench, like uh, like Nemhard, uh, Dorte. I mean, you can look at uh, some of these guys Carlisle's gotten the most out of, uh, that you know, yeah. so far oh, yeah. in their NBA careers really weren't even touching the court. Uh, Jalen Smith, who they got look from at the, Jalen the, Smith. the Phoenix, Phoenix Suns. Phoenix for nothing. Like, yeah, God. One, of the, one of the best backup bigs in the league that nobody really gives yeah. any love to. Love the uh, the court vision goggles. Uh, always yeah. a fan yeah. of that. Uh, Aaron Naismith, who uh, came in as a certified bucket out of the draft, uh, but the Celtics yep. never really gave him any burn. That guy was yamming on people's heads. He's looking yep. good. He can shoot the lights out. Like, he's been a great bench scorer. And then, you know, you look at a guy like O'Shea Brissett, a bit of a journeyman, former G yep. League guy, another Canadian, one of those four. Uh, yep. and, and he's putting in good minutes for these guys. He's got a great energy, good team chemistry. Like, I think these guys like playing with each other. And Carlisle yep. has always historically done a good job at bringing teams together, making them mesh, making them feel yeah. like they, they can play well together. I mean, again, that whole, uh, that Dirk Nowitzki, the Dallas Mavericks uh, NBA championship team with Jason Kidd, yeah. uh, that squad, they that was the all they did. You brought it up, they don't play with flow. All the, They didn't yeah. have really any plays. They were just going out there and hooping and doing what they could. They had that chemistry, yeah. and he let them do what they had to do. Uh, and that's yeah. kind of what you see with this team. Obviously, not nearly as, uh, you know, at, at that level, uh, not even close. You know, you're, you're missing a couple Hall of Famers there. Um, yeah. but, th- but this team's definitely got potential. And even, you know, not just this season, but down the line. I mean, I think that that, that kind of backcourt of uh, Halliburton and Matherin for the future uh, is going to be insane because uh, they be kind of awesome. complicate complement each other's weaknesses uh really well uh and you know then you have you know as you said if they want to hold on to miles turner long term at this point i think that's kind of the way you have to go he's uh you know these three and d unicorn type players blocking shots yeah. as well as uh you know uh getting it done down, uh, down low as, as well they can around the perimeter i you can't yeah. give that up unless you're getting a lot back uh yeah. and and i i i'm sure you know, he probably still wouldn't mind going to a contender at this point uh yeah. you know, he's had some playoff success but I think they could run it with this team. I think they could do it. I don't think that uh, they have too many big cap hits either, uh, other than Turner now. And I think Heald has a, a fairly sizable contract. Which you know, yeah. of all these kind of key players, he's probably one that you could move. Just yeah, timeline I'd say, wise, I'd say move him out. He's thirty already. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, there, there's got to be another team who would be willing to swap you, kind of a younger guy. Maybe a well, three. And he again, yeah. yeah, he's playing and he's playing some of the best basketball of his career right now. Oh, too. yeah. So he wants like, out. He wants yeah. out so bad. He's auditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, may, it might not be this year. It could be in the offseason. But I think that the, the the Pacers, you know, they're in the next two or three years are really going to make some noise in the NBA. So, uh, you know, yeah. uh, give, give the Pacers some love. If you know any Pacers fans, give them a give them a hug, dap them up, let them know uh, that uh, that you're at least get, you know paying attention to, to some of these smaller yeah. market teams. Uh, but to move on here, we're going to go and pay attention to uh, a team that gets plenty of love, gets plenty of uh, of talk. We get the gab going uh, with this team. Uh, it's it's the Golden State Warriors, and you know we I kind of I I, I pronounced the dead on arrival there, uh, the the time of death when uh, Steph Curry went down. But somehow, some way, the Warriors are battling back, one game above five hundred without Steph Curry still in the lineup. Jordan Poole and the baddies, they're ready to go, baby. They're, they're ready to go. Uh, <laughs> even if they're uh, mature, you know, uh, respect to the MILFs, uh, he's he's okay with that too. Uh, he's, uh, yeah. you know, he'll, 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 he'll go off for anybody. But uh, it, this is exactly what we said they needed to do. Four-game win streak. Jordan Poole yeah. has been, you know, incredible. Klay Thompson has really stepped up his game. Uh, all these kind of rotational pieces have really stepped up. And again, no Steph Curry, no Wiggins, uh, and uh, you know, they've they've been playing phenomenally. So I'm I, I I'm definitely not bought back in. But if you're Steph Curry right now, this is perfect. You are now oh, in yeah. about the same situation that you were while he was still playing and healthy yeah. on the team. Uh, but now 
he can trust his teammates. And I think his teammates can kind of believe in themselves a little bit more too, knowing that, hey, even if we don't have one of the best players, uh, you know, in the world on the court with us at all times, we can still get the job done. We can still get a win. You know, we're we're not uh, totally bummy over here anymore. Uh, yeah. So I, I think this is kind of, and again, in an ultra competitive NBA right now, I mean, uh, they're they're not that far out. They're only a game back from the six seeded Sacramento Kings. Like we could see them by by the end of January, already back firmly in the playoff picture, and uh, the defending champions might just have life again. Yeah, yeah. Like the, <laughs> we we said when he went out, it, it's just going to be on Jordan Poole's shoulders to do the you know the best Steph impression that he can. They they need they needed the scoring, and uh, like he's been averaging since Steph went out. He's been averaging 29 points per game. He's been averaging Insane. like a 30-piece. Like, he he had the career night against the Raptors, which really hurt. Uh, you know, they blew them out. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that was in Toronto as well, if I yeah. I, I think it was. Um, like, he, he and he, he's just, you know, he, he's been on fire. And he, he's just, he's, he, you know, he's had the ultra green light. Uh, they've just given him the ball to run the offense, you know, go crazy with it. Um, and, you know, he's he's been a good... Um, you know, he, he's been a pretty good playmaker as well. You know, you've got Draymond on the floor to help with that, which 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 really helps, you know, if you're the Warriors missing mm-hmm. your point guard like Steph. Um, and like, but, you know, I, I was going through it and really and truly all, all I could find was that jo- Jordan Poole has just been amazing. There's been no one else who's really stepped up all that much. Like Clay mm-hmm. ha- hasn't been much different. He's looked a little bit better in some games. He's had, you I think know, he's re- just getting you know, more use, but he's at yes. least not completely choking. No, and he, he like, but he, he's kind of you know since Steph went out, it's kind of hovering around the same averages that he has you know all season yeah. sort of long. Same with Draymond, like everyone's been kind of doing their thing, but Jordan Poole's just you know he's just he's been filling it up, and it's it's been you know him in those you know games that are close and not so close. Uh, you know whether he puts pe- people away in like the third quarter or down the stretch, he can he can go back and forth with almost anybody, you know, when he's got this type of confidence and, and this, you know, Steve Kerr trusts him to go out and, and, and do this type of thing. Mm-hmm. The the only thing that I'm thinking about for the Warriors is like, like, you know, when, when Steph does come back, can Jordan Poole still be this guy or does it, can he only really become this player when there is no Steph and he kind of steps into that role because mm-hmm. he, he really is good with the ball in his hands. Like he's really good at, you know, dumping it to Draymond, you know, running off of screens, uh, you know, doing little dribble handoffs, uh, you know, picking up on those, you know, running pick and rolls at the top. He's not as effective as like an off ball kind of guy flying around like Clay used to be. Like that's not mm-hmm. really uh, where he excels. Like he, he can have good games. He can get hot. Um, and, he, you know, he's, he's a decent, you know, off the catch three point shooter. But really, you, you, you know, he's at his best when he's got the ball in his hands and he's kind of controlling things. So uh, trade so, Steph. Trade him. Yeah. Jordan's get him Jordan out of there, the man. <laughs> get him out of there. He's younger. He's better. Uh, but, like, I think that's the, the question for this team because, like, if you look at the Warriors, you know, on the whole, they're a very, like, they're the, the, the the epitome of a 500 team 18th in defense 16th 16th in offense you know right middle of the pack yeah like you're saying one game above 500 they're hovering so it's like which way is this team going to go like mm-hmm. at the end of the day are they going to be good or are they just going to be kind of okay cuz they've looked both like i mean if you look at their home record and their road record they've been absolutely terrible on the road i think they're the the, the worst if not you know one of the worst road records in the league but one mm-hmm. of the best home records in the league like they usually do like they're they're really hard to beat um you know in, in San Francisco but like it's it, i don't know once again just like last year i don't know what this team is really going to be once Steph comes back like they it's it's obviously the best case scenario you know we we were we were predicting that they'd be you know out of the playoff picture completely losing yep. like you know every game they play uh and again jordan Poole has been the reason that they that's not happened and you've got other other guys like you know uh divincenzo's playing much better you finally got yep. kaminga who's one of those kind of young guys who has kind of risen to the top and steve kerr is playing him more and more now so things are working but I just want to know once once everyone gets back together, like is this team still going to be a fucking five hundred team? Like I really, they're one of the kind of uh, just like last year. I think you know one one of the teams that they, they can either be really good or, or really you know unimpressive. We're we're gonna have to see. But uh, for me, it's this this Jordan Poole question: if he can play like this when Steph comes back in the lineup, when Wiggins is there, when everything's yeah. all back together. Um, but uh, you know, it, it, they're, they're an enigma to me, man. I don't know what to think, but it, it, it's gone way, way better uh, than anyone could have hoped uh, since oh, Steph went sure, down. Yeah. That's for sure. 
Well, I, I think that uh, at this point, Steve Kerr needs to have some balls, get some guts, and uh, start get experimenting with get these some, lines. Get some guts. Yeah, you know, w- yeah. Once once Andrew Wiggins comes back, you can really start to play around with some of these uh, these lineups because yeah. Part of the reason that I think you know Jordan Poole we saw kind of have a bit of a slump before Steph went out, and that's why you know I I, I know I was one hundred percent out on uh, any of their yeah. chances to get some wins because Jordan Poole just yep. didn't look himself. He didn't no. look like he was confident out there. I think playing with other players that are kind of at his level because not every six man excels at playing with the reserve guys like that's what really makes yeah. a good six man is you have to be able to play and elevate the level of other guys but since as we said he's not really the greatest like floor spacing uh you know facilitator out there like he can get buckets on yeah. his own but he's not going to make the guys around him that much better uh yeah. and teams can easily go okay, this guy's not passing the rock. Let's just isolate, you know, make sure that he's taken away from the equation and then everything goes to shit on the the Warriors bench. You need to find yeah. a way to either have Poole start alongside Curry and just go for this new age Splash Brothers where you're just all offense. Because, you know, Wiggins, when he's healthy, can pick up that defensive slack. He can be that off-ball yeah. shooter. He can roam around. You still have Draymond and Kevon Looney to, to hold it down front court defensive-wise. Like, you could make that yeah. work for sure. Um, and then the thing is, though, then what does Clay do with the second unit? Does that really yeah. work? Is that going to fuck with the team chemistry? Uh, you know, I, I I don't really, I really don't care. Again, like I've said this before, when we talked with the Warriors, uh, th- at the end of the day, it's a business. We don't, you don't owe anyone anything. Uh, yeah. You know, you you didn't cut Clay when he was out for two years. Like they let him, they get, <laughs> let him pay paid to rehab. They let him come back yeah. and play. Uh, and, and you know, he and he gets, still gets paid handsomely. So I mean, there's no, yeah. there's, there, it's not like Clay Thompson's life is going to suck if he's not the starter anymore. I mean, this happens yeah. in the NBA. It happens in all professional sports. Eventually, the uh, you know some of the all time greats just can't can't uh, can't can't pull up their socks. They can't uh, yeah. strap it up enough yet. So uh, it's uh, I, I don't think that he's really the future look for them. I think Draymond's the only piece there, and probably Looney that firmly's in there. But like you brought him up too, like. Kaminga, Donovan, uh, Donovan, uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, you could put uh, both of them in the starting lineup. You could try either of them uh, if you really yeah. wanted to. Like you could even oh, yeah. uh, like, like I, I think you could make a lot of different things work, but you just have to experiment with it. And right now, I think Steve Kerr is just afraid to move from that big three because he knows there's going to be some backlash from the locker room. There's going to be backlash from the fans. Uh, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of talk around it, and he doesn't really want any distractions. I don't think that they already have. Uh, so oh. I'm. If I'm them, I think you have to try and just fuck around with some of these lineups, and uh, that that's really the only the only yeah. way you can do it. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to be at the same as you said, mediocre, average, subpar uh, kind of team that's just good but not good enough. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like we saw last year when when Steph is in the lineup it, and and is playing you know well, it really kind of changes what this team is able to do. But like, yeah, once while he's out. You've already given yourself more of a cushion than you, you know, ever would have expected. Uh, you know, they, like mm-hmm. like we're saying, they, they they've done much much better than than anyone thought. So it's like, yeah, st- like uh, all, all season long, I'm like, why, why isn't Kaminga playing more? Because you know he shows flashes of, you know, uh, playing that role that Igadala used to play. That guy who threw in, athletic ju- as hell. absolutely massive, can jump out the gym. Like uh, is in. Like a yeah, he's shooting under thirty percent from three. Obviously, that's not great, but he only takes no. two per game. Like he's not, yeah. he's not. It's not like he's out there hurting you. Um, and, and and he's still very raw. But like he, the only way you get better at that is with time on the floor. Um, and and yeah, I just think a hundred percent there. There's this kind of hesitancy to develop guys unless mm-hmm. they've already shown something. But it's like you. You have to kind of, you have to try, you have to, can't have like kind of one foot in, one foot out. Um, yeah. And I think that's the reason why the Warriors, yeah, are kind of uh, not been that impressive this year and looked kind of off. Like, I think they're just trying to do two things at once. And and yeah, it might hurt you initially, Steve Kerr, when, when you play Kaminga, when you get Moses Moody out there, uh, even for God's sake, when Wiseman comes, you know, back in and, and is able to play, like, mm-hmm. it might look bad, you might lose, lose a couple games, but that's actually going to help you down the line, you know, in the playoffs, you know, get, getting these guys any sort of confidence, because even if you have this amazing, you know, starting lineup, which, you know, this year, the the the, the Warriors starters have, have been still amazing. Like you can't go into the playoffs with no bench at all, because like last year you had a guy, you know, in, 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 until he was out, you had a guy like Gary Payton and you had, you know, other players, you know, in there who could kind of mix things up, but you can't go into, you know, and expect to go through, you know, a long playoff run and, and, and go back to the finals when you've got Jordan Poole off the bench who 
he's even able to look like himself because he doesn't yeah. play that well next to Steph and then literally no one else, young young guys that Steve Kerr doesn't trust. So like it, it's good that DiVincenzo's in there and you know finally getting some time and 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 hopefully for them. Steph coming back can kind of bring, you know, bring all of this together, all this good stuff that's been happening since he's been out. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I definitely agree. Steve Curry's got to, he's got to kind of, yeah, go one way or the other, or for God's sake, trade some of these guys, make mm-hmm. an upgrade somewhere because yeah, right now, truly they're, they're just a 500 team and, and I'm not really sure what to to think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we're going to have to wait and see what, uh, what Kerr decides to, to get done here with the Warriors. But uh there's a team that really, I mean, the, you know, at least the Warriors are getting some wins. There's a team here, Jordan, that you know is making my my my, my pocketbook, my bank account. It's just crawl. It's it's just begging. It's wanting that fifty dollars from you. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. What's turning around in Minnesota? They are now Nothing. They're fine. They're fine. <laughs> they are officially out of the NBA playoffs as of right now. Not even the playoffs, but the play-in picture. They're eleventh in the West, two games out uh, away from the the Utah Jazz, who sit at the the tenth seed, the final seed there. Uh, and they haven't looked good. Obviously, Cat being out has has really hurt yeah. them. Um, but you know, recently, kind of a, one of these standout talents, Nas Reed, uh, who's actually been on the the Timberwolves for quite a while, but you know, finally getting yeah. some burn. Uh, you know, uh, good for him. I uh, was asked, yeah. you know, what what's up with this? Like, what, what what's going on? Is there something an internal struggle? Is there something going on and that we don't know about? Uh, he says, uh, we know what's wrong. We know what's wrong with the team. We know. He said, we know like eight times. And he says, yeah. you know. And then he says, but well, I'm not going to uh, get into that. But we know what's wrong with this team. So he's living that uh, pretty open ended. But I mean, it just I I, I, I I and hopefully you know I'm wrong. But I think that wherever he goes, it seems that fucking problems and drama follow Rudy <laughs> Gobert. And I think that there's no way you can't say that that is the problem right now. Because, you know, sure, he's getting his job done. He's getting his uh, 11 rebounds and, you know, his averaging probably like a 10 points, blocking shots, whatever. But he just hasn't impacted winning for this team. He is not yeah. the guy you give up, whatever the fuck, four first-round picks, five first-round picks, whatever the insane haul was to get. Uh, like it hasn't worked. Anthony Edwards has been decent, but again, has just kind of been out there getting buckets for himself. It just nothing that they've yeah. done has translated to winning. And uh, again, I, I saw the writing on the walls. I don't know why uh, what you. I thought you were a smart guy, Jordan, but I guess not. Uh, because right now the, <sighs> the, the, the Timberwolves just don't look good. They aren't fun. They look this. They uninspired. Like this is just all around. Like I think uh, of all the teams in the NBA, the vibes are the worst with the Timberwolves. Oh, Maybe next to the Lakers. But the, even the Lakers, at times you have, you know, at least I think the Lakers is more sad. The Timberwolves is just bad vibes. <laughs> yeah, I mean they, uh, you know, they're they're on on New Year's Eve. They lost to fucking Detroit at home, uh, and Detroit is <laughs> with, absolutely with no, terrible. With no Cade Cunningham. Yeah, like it. It that was just the they they've hit rock bottom after that that uh, that game. They apparently had. You know, uh, a meeting like a players-only meeting after the game, and I think that's what—that's when Nasreed said that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's Rudy Gobert's fault, but like, I don't think it's is necessarily his fault that it's his fault because he wasn't the one who traded himself to this oh, team sure, yeah. that made no sense for him to go to. Like, I think. Yeah, and he's give, not and give been up the haul that they gave up. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, he's not been the answer to their problems. But it's not like. To me, he's doing like he's hurting them all that much. It's just they gave up everything that made them good. Now they don't have you know cat, and they just have a team that's shit. And 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 you know outside of uh, yeah, Anthony Edwards getting points, uh, you know having the odd good game. Like they had that game where they lost narrowly to the Pelicans. That was a really exciting one. Remember but how like, Delo's still on that team? I always forget yeah, that guy's still low. Delo's there. You what know the he's fuck? still. Like, they got to move him. Do something with that guy, man. That guy's a weirdo. I, I... Like the weirdest NBA career ever. <laughs> Real, truly yes but like you know and and yeah Rudy Gobert bears there like he's not he, he's having one of the worst seasons he's had in a long time but again I don't even think that's necessarily his fault either because this team doesn't really work around him no, like there's no. there's you know you talk about like a guy like Nas Reed he shouldn't be out there at the same time as Rudy Gobert like he, he's one of their like bright spots he should really be in that spot mm-hmm. um and like it's uh you know he, he, he can shoot it a little bit from the perimeter like much more than Rudy can but like it's uh <sighs> I, I just don't know what to say because the, the the vibes absolutely are definitely the worst in the league. They they've got uh, two guys in D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is too young to even be a leader to even like attempt to do it. D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell should be a, a, a leader uh, or at least somewhat of a leader, but 
he's still not really that mature of a guy. He's never been a guy who can lead a locker room. He's he's kind of selfish. He doesn't play any defense at all. He was just uh, crying he, he, about uh, Zion beating his ass. A hundred percent. Like he, he he yeah he's averaging six and a half half assists per game, but that's kind of situational. He's not really like he makes flashy passes, and I think you know coming out of Ohio State, people are like oh he's a great playmaker and he can score the ball as well. He's not that good of a playmaker. He is not like uh you know sort of on that level of other starting NBA point guards who you know know who to get the ball to and when uh, you know makes winning plays. That's not really his vibe. He just kind of you know he makes flashy passes every once in a while uh, that that make him look good, but he's not he's not a good starting NBA point guard. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think he's one of the worst, to be honest with you. Uh, and then, yeah, you, you got take. Rudy Gobert. You got Rudy Gobert. Maybe not one of, you know, he's, he's maybe around the middle, but I think he's a lot worse than he thinks he is. For sure, uh, you yeah, know, at, yeah. at, at, at doing that He's sort a one-time of job. all-star. Let's give him some respect. Yes, he, he did make that <laughs> uh, yeah, fake all-star team. But, uh, yeah, you've got, like, I, I, the, the other thing, too, like, the, when we're talking about the vibes, I think that's actually the biggest issue because, mm-hmm. like, when they traded for Gobert... They traded away Vanderbilt and, and you know, Beasley and these guys that they had that made, the, like, Anthony Edwards literally said it earlier in the year. is like, I can't believe we don't have those guys anymore. They were my friends. Mm-hmm. And now, like, no one looks like they're having fun at all. No one even tries. Like, when you watch the Timberwolves defensively and they just kind of walk up and down the court, like, they're, they're, the, the, the body language isn't just because, you know, they're not good and, and that's getting, you know, the, that's frustrating them. They don't even try uh, in yeah. some of these games. So, uh, like... You can't really move on from Rudy Gobert now. His stock is probably the lowest it's ever been, uh, and like there, there's, I don't think there's much you can do with him. You're not going to trade Anthony Edwards. I think 100%. If you can tr- find a way to get off D'Angelo Russell and bring a more competent point guard in there, that'll help you. But I'm almost already at the point where it's like start looking at you know cat uh, uh, trades now. I know he's not eligible to be traded till the off season, so you can't really make a mid season move now. But like. I would consider doing that because already him and Anthony Edwards have kind of, you know, with the whole Popeyes thing, they've kind of already yeah. been at each other's throats a little bit. And I just know a hundred percent it's, it's not going to work with Kat and Rudy Gobert. They've tried it no, already. Yeah, I know stupid, it's been yeah. kind of a sh- small sample size, but like, and, and if you've got to choose one guy to move on from, you certainly get a bigger haul for Kat. You know, you can con- mm. convince New York to give you a bunch of stuff for him or, or something like well, that's that. The, but, at this point, they're just trying to cut their losses. Like this is, a, I know, this I don't know. I don't know what they're supposed to do. And, and this was, and again, this was something that like I don't think anybody saw this trade and was like, yeah, it could work out, because again, nobody <laughs> really thought they were going to be like title contenders with Rudy Gobert put on the team. No. Like it was just like uh, the most like I, oh, biggest oversell that I've ever seen. Like I do think actually at this point the best course of action for them is to you know yeah move D'Lo one hundred percent. Maybe Cat if they really want to and they don't want to you know maybe they don't want to give them any more try, time to kind of figure this shit out. But like they just have yeah. to move some of these guys and just try like even try to so go bear try and flip him again. Uh, once that uh, we'll try, I think, I think that I, that's I, already gone. Like yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna give. If you could get two first round picks just to make up for the ones you gave away, I think that's better. <laughs> I think that's honestly yeah. a better idea than just trying to you know go for uh, a, a ten seed plan. Uh, yeah. with, with like with a team that just I I. Because, you know, we were talking about being a leader with, like, you know, with D'Lo. Rudy should be the fucking leader. He's supposed to be this, that's the, the this, thing de- this all-time defensive talent. And that's what I was kind of alluding to in the beginning. Nobody it likes seems, him. Yeah, wherever he goes. like, like I, And I don't feel like we're getting ever a lot of specific, like, you know, things, no. any details. But from all accounts, it just seems like he's kind of a dick and not really a good teammate. Because even all of his years in Utah, nobody liked him. All these guys around the league don't like him. They don't even play yeah. with him. Like he is uh, the epitome of the bad vibe. Like he is the locker room cancer that nobody wants to touch. And you know, for for a guy who could be so crucial to a team that needs like a a big center to you know, hold everything down, be one of these again a generational defensive talent. You need a guy like that. But this team is so far worse than what yeah. they, they like last year. Legitimately, Patrick Beverly was a better addition to this team than getting Rudy Gobert, and that's fucked yep. up to say, but that's a hundred percent true. So yeah. I don't know, I don't know why, why they thought, oh yeah, we we, we had actually had a pretty good post game or post uh, season series uh, against the Grizzlies, but now we're gonna blow it up and just go for fucking a totally different look and see how this works. Like uh, yeah. I, again, I said it before the in the off season before the season started that this move was fucked up and it didn't make any sense, but a hundred percent, I mean, doubling down on this like. The, again, even the, like they're eleventh right now. The the Lakers and the uh, the Thunder, sorry, are only a half game behind them. Like they could easily within yeah. the next week fall to thirteenth. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I I, I really don't know. Like, I, I don't know when Cat's supposed to be back. Like, I well, let me see where the fucking injury report is here. He's, uh, yeah, four to six weeks, uh, you know, with his, you know, right calf strain, which was back, uh, you know, at the end of November. So, you know, he's still going to be out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when he comes back, he's going to have to, you know, as always, take the time to ramp up. It's always harder with big men too, uh, you yeah. know, to get them back into shape. So it's like, it's still a ways away. And again, like I just, I just can't believe how like <laughs> immature and non sort of, you know, uh, yeah, this team has no leadership whatsoever. We did a segment way back, like who's the big dog on Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We said fucking Austin Rivers, uh, you know, that, 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 like Cat uh, uh, so is still so immature. Like Cat, yeah. I, I, I just, I can't believe it. D'Lo, same thing. We talked about it. Ant, maybe he could, you know, become more of that guy. But like, and, and, and yeah, with Rudy, to, he, people, people, we're talking immature. Anthony Edwards is, he's oh, up there too. <laughs> it's just, it's soon, like, it's already kind of getting old. I'm like, Anthony Edwards, you're, you're a very young guy. I get it. You're hilarious. You're amazing, you know, with the media. But this season already, you know, with, you know, things kind of going downhill, I'm like, uh, man up, man. Like, the, 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 this the is kind of, if over. you're going to play it, yeah, it's, this is Minnesota. You're going to have to, you know, yeah. get serious here. Uh, and, and so, like, yeah, I, again, you can't move Cat this year because he, he just signed that extension recently, so you can't actually get off him this year. And you probably realistically want to give that some more time, but something's you got to make a move somewhere. Uh, you, like, you can't just hope and pray uh, yep. that, that these guys are going to put it together because uh, I think they already would have, you know, someone would have come to the front. Someone would have come to the rescue here if, if, if that person was on the team. But, you know, the Calvary's not coming. Like, I've, I've heard... You know, people talk about, you know, go try and get pry Kyle Lowry away from the heat. Uh, Try and go get Mike Conley, do another trade with the Jazz. Something like that maybe could work, uh, but you got to do something, something. Bring in a veteran, a guy who knows how to deal with these guys, but like uh, it's... it's it's sad. It's 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 really not going well uh, over in Minnesota. It's it's awful. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah. Stop us if you've heard that story before. The Timberwolves once again yeah, underperforming and shit goes you wrong. You believe it? Uh, but you know that's okay because that that was 2022. It's 2023, Jordan. And you're right. Everybody knows we said on the top of the podcast, New Year, same me, new you. Uh, but new I me. think that. There's a New Year's resolution here for every single team that's uh, that's in the NBA right now, uh, yeah. and you know I, I'm going to quickly go over every single New Year's resolution. I think that every single one of these teams should have. Uh, here we go. Let's start it off. You know, we're going through the uh, division division. That's just how I have it written out here. So uh, that's, that's where we're going to go. Boston Celtics New Year's resolution should just be win the finals. You got so close last year. You look like the powerhouse yeah. in the NBA, uh, and, and right now I think anything less than reaching the finals would be just just a disappointment. So uh, the Boston yeah. Celtics win the NBA Finals. That's your resolution. Uh, next up, yeah. the Brooklyn Nets. Keep Kyrie quiet. This whole streak has <laughs> yeah, started. Yeah, I, we haven't, I, I was like, is Kyrie even on the team? Like, I haven't heard so much from Romeo <laughs> as, a, as a peep. You know, him being quiet, no distractions really also can uh, can work. But yeah, you can keep Kyrie yeah. quiet. You know, keep everything on the basketball court and keep winning games. Uh, the Nets are a scary team. Uh, oh, yeah. The New York Knicks, the eighth seed in the East. Have some dignity. Keep having you know, fight for your right. <laughs> fight for your right to be in the playoffs. Don't let don't let the NBA media and everybody and all these fans tell you that you're shit and that your franchise is poverty and that you're never going to do anything. You haven't done anything since the '60s. Fuck that. You got to go back. You got to fight 70s. back. Have some have some dignity. You can do this. I believe in you, Nick. Bing bong. Yeah, the 76ers make it past the second round, man. It's uh, enough's enough. You can't keep doing the same song and dance every single year. You got to do something. You got to show signs of life here. Uh, you got to make it past the second round. Toronto Raptors, yep. get a center, get a center, get a center, get a center, get a center. That's the that's been the be all end all for the past three years. Uh, you failed at hey, your year's resolution every year. Get a center. You know a city that might uh, not mind a French speaking uh, center. True, uh, yeah. Toronto, baby. Uh, d- different kind of French, but uh, holy fuck, <laughs> I would, that would be that could be a, that could be a total train wreck. But who knows? Uh, hey, we need uh, one bad enough. Why not? Yeah, Rudy, yeah. you'd love it. You'd love Go it. Go for it. Go for it. Just like uh, France, Chicago Bulls. But you're, you got to draw the line in the sand, man. Chicago Bulls, make a choice. Are you going for the playoffs? Are you trying to contend? Or you want to blow this shit up? There's no point in being a play-in team. you got to decide. Do you want to be good or do you want to be bad? Make your choice. Yep. Cleveland Cavaliers, trust your young core. I don't want to see any moves made by the Cleveland Cavaliers that involve any of these young guys. Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, those four for the next four years, you got to trust them. you got to give them time. 
build with those guys, and uh, I think that you could have a lot of playoff success. That should be your uh, New Year's resolution. Just build go on get that a trust. Big wing. Everybody Gotta could go get a big wing, though. Everybody get, could get always get Levert out of there, baby. Yeah, Levert. Levert's the, the man to move. Uh, next up, the Detroit Pistons. Just lose, baby. Just lose. Uh, your team's fucking dog shit, and uh, yep. you need all the help you can get. So uh, without Kate Cunningham playing this year, let Jaden Ivey get 5,000 turnovers a game and uh, just go from there. Uh, so just keep on losing. The Indiana Pacers, we kind of yep. mentioned it before. Go for it. Do something. Why not make a, make it. some noise? Just go for it. You've got enough players. They're playing at a, a high enough level. Go for it. See what you can do. Make some moves. Yep. Uh, see if you can make some noise in the East this year. Uh, yep. the, the Milwaukee Bucks. Be open-minded. Be open-minded. I don't think. Uh, I, I think okay. you know. You, again, same thing with That's the Warriors. That's hard for Coach Bud. That's hard I, for I Coach Bud to do. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, but I think when you uh, when, when you win a championship again, you always feel that you owe all these players. You owe the core. Be open-minded to maybe making some changes. Oh, making okay. Some what personnel. are we talking about here? I, I think there's. I think there's some guys on this team that uh, you know could be flipped, could be moved. Uh, you know, you you might need to change your identity here because uh, you know after uh, that Christmas Day SmackDown laid upon them by uh, the Celtics. I think that's a, that's a loss you need to kind of reevaluate your whole team and your whole identity from, uh, potentially, if you're looking down, down the line of the season. Uh, so just be open-minded. Yep. You don't have to do anything, but just, you know, don't, don't be afraid. Uh, Watch your back, Atlanta- Chris Middleton. Watch your back. Yep. Matt wants to ship you out. The, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, shave Trey Young's head. Get that fucking moppy toothpick. No, that would thing look weird, man. No, I think that, that'd be even worse. Mm-hmm. No, don't Maybe you? Like, turn like no. MJ. Then, him, then, he'd be putting up <laughs> Lu- then he'd be putting up Luca numbers. So uh, oh, shave Trey Young's God. head. I, I don't want to see to a bald baby. Mm-hmm. A bald baby on the court would freak me out. He's, but, he's, I mean, got, the, he's got the little goatee. It would be all right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He'd be oh like a player God. we've never looked at before, uh, I think. That's also <laughs> what I would, I would like. It's just an unusual image to think of. Uh, <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets. Michael Jordan, sell the team. You're done. You're the oh, wow. worst Whoa. owner in sports. Uh, worst owner in sports, bar none. Michael Jordan, sell the fucking wow. team. Yeah. He's going to take that personal. He Fine, could destroy yeah, come, our come podcast. On. Yeah, come on the podcast, MJ. I want, I yeah, want the smoke. I'll take you on like LeVar Ball. Uh, he's too yeah. he's too little. I'd back him down. Uh, <laughs> the Miami Heat. You got to uh, you you got to kind of flip some of these tweeners for a star. That's what you got to do. Max Struess, Duncan Robinson, any kind of draft capital. You got to take all these kind of decent players, but not great. Caleb Martin, take all of them, flip them for someone who's going to be able to help you. Because right now Zach you Levine, need one more I'm piece. You. You need one Zach more Levine. piece. Hey, that would be beautiful, but we'll uh, we'll He's see the if the, the and then that would Zach the Levine Bulls or too. John Collins. Zach Levine yep. or John Collins, one of those two. Here we go. Uh, the Orlando Magic don't suck. I actually don't think the Magic are that bad. They're fun. They've got some good young players. Uh, I would like them to you know make Stop some sucking. noise. Uh, I think they're gonna be they're they're going to suck, but just don't suck intentionally. Just keep uh, keep moving. Uh, the Washington yeah. Wizards move Bradley Beal. This era is done. It doesn't work. Get him out uh, of there. I I really don't think that uh, that the Beal is the 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 guy like I think he just doesn't give a fuck. I think he's ready to just collect his paycheck at this point. I don't think he cares if they win anything. I don't care. If, I don't think he cares if he makes All Star game. Just move on. Figures figure something else out. Just change the identity of this team. Yeah. Uh, the Denver yep. Nuggets. Just do nothing, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, be like me. Stay the same. You know, things are going well for you guys right now. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just do everything like you've been doing it. No no complaints for me. Yeah, uh, you guys are killing it right now. Uh, yep. The Minnesota Timberwolves repent for your sins. You oh. need to. You need to repent. You need to uh, find God. You need to do something to. Uh, that's to what fix. Rudy. That's what. That's what Rudy said in the team meetings. We have yeah. to repent, guys. <laughs> repent. Repent your sins. Hey, so listen. To, listen to the flying Frenchman, man. That, that'll be the way to to get the job done. Uh, Nasreed's like, I know what we have to do. Nasreed's gonna kill Rudy Gobert, man. That's yeah. what he. That's what the sacrificial gotta do. lamb. Yeah. 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 Rudy. Rudy Gobert died for the Timberwolves' sins. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. I've said it before. I'm saying it again. Stop losing. Go for it. Do something. Try or and trade Shea to the Raptors. One yeah, of those trade, two. That, that, that wouldn't be a bad move either. Uh, maybe I'll yeah. change your resolution up. Uh, <laughs> similar to that though, Trailblazers move Damian Lillard. Enough of this mediocre bullshit, man. It's no. There's no point. Make a move. Have some guts. It's the the age of Anthony. Uh, it's time to uh, to get Damian <laughs> Lillard on a greener pastures. Utah Jazz. Just count your blessings, man. You're here. Your team's not garbage. You've got some kind of fun players. You had that nice little run. Just, just, just be, just be happy. Be grateful. The Golden yeah. State Warriors, make your push. You got to do it now, now or never. If you don't make a push now and you don't ride this wave of momentum, uh, you're not, you're not doing anything in the second round of the playoffs if you yeah. even get into it. Uh, it's time, yeah. to, time to make your move. Uh, the Los Angeles Clippers force Kawhi Leonard to play. He's been playing a lot more, <laughs> but you have to yeah. make him play. You have to put your foot down, Kawhi. No. 
Time out yeah. if he says anything. You know, you got to scold Jim Steve like a Ballmer. puppy or something. Yeah. Steve Ballmer's got to do it himself. Mm-hmm. Time mm-hmm. out, Kawhi. Get over yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. Get him in there. Force him get to play. Fired up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Start down. Get the arm movements out. He's, he knows what to do. Uh, the Lakers. <laughs> Blow up the front office, not literally, uh, oh, but but uh, but but throw everybody out of there. Uh, the bus family, Palinka, get them all the fuck out of there. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, it's it's just you can't do it anymore. You can't trust them. They're they're gonna keep ruining this. Except for uh, Linda Rambis. Linda Rambis knows what's going on. She's she should be the, the boss. The wife of the librarian. Uh, yeah. The Phoenix Suns. You got to either move, and that, uh, this is something we never really talked about. I don't think, but for the Phoenix Suns, you got to either move DeAndre Ayton or get rid of Monty Williams because these two are. I'm sick of them bickering. I think it's uh, kind of bubbling underneath the surface of the Suns. It's kind of holding them back right now. One of the two has got to go. Make your choice. Uh, ultimatum, yeah. New Year's resolution. The Sacramento Kings. This is an easy one, but it hasn't been easy for them in the past. You got to make the fucking playoffs. Enough is enough. If you don't make the playoffs this year, right now, this is the best. Kings team we've seen like pretty much in almost our lifetime. If you don't include yep. those uh, those early two thousands uh, teams, yep. that probably should have made the NBA Finals. Uh, yep. Sacramento Kings, you got to make the playoffs. It's now or never, uh, or yep. else you. Or if you don't make the playoffs this year, I'm officially saying right now, Sacramento never Kings. Never talking are, about them again. They are they are relocated to the Seattle SuperSonics. I don't give yes. a shit. Uh, even if that doesn't actually happen, I will refer to them as the Seattle SuperSonics. That'll be or Vancouver. Let's get let's let's think big. Uh, get maybe, the Grizzlies maybe, back. Maybe maybe go international. Uh, Barcelona. They get. They'll, they'll, they'll actually yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll relegate them, and Barcelona will come and play. Barcelona uh, Kings. Yep. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. Just let Luca cook. Just let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Feed him the ball. If he wants, uh, you know, uh, if he wants Goran Dragic, just go get him Goran Dragic. Just do whatever Luca wants. Uh, yeah. Just, just, just feed him. The Houston yeah. Rockets. Find a tough vet, like a mean motherfucker. <laughs> to go in there and kick some ass because the Rockets are a bunch of babies, man. They All are. The, they're the worst. They, you can't let Jabari Smith. He seems like he's kind of got a bit of an ego already. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. We know is a bit of a hothead. Jalen Green oh, yeah. uh, doesn't seem like it. These guys need some discipline. And Silas, yeah. they aren't. Get, uh, they, he's not getting any respect. They need someone in there like like sign Char, uh, Charles Oakley to like a ten day <laughs> just so he can go in there and just wreak havoc for a little bit. Uh, oh. I I, th- I think that's the way to go. They need to uh, they need amazing. to learn some manners. Uh, the Memphis Giannis Grizzlies. Haslam. Mm, Haslam, yeah, if they could prime give him, away. Give them a new good. home. Mm-hmm. The, the Memphis Grizzlies, temper your expectations. That's all I'm saying. It's a good team, maybe even a great team, but I just don't want I, – I think – and this is more for not the fans of the Grizzlies, but for the actual Grizzlies themselves because they really seem to be talking themselves up lately and they really seem to be feeling themselves. I think that it's time to uh, you know temper your expectations. The all Falcons, right. don't do anything foolish. Play it safe. Just keep doing what you're doing. Be cautious with these injuries. Don't force anything. Uh, so you, you know, think they should trade for Rudy shape. Gobert? Why, why don't they Who's trade it? for Rudy Gobert, Matt? The Pelicans? The, uh, the Pelicans, yeah. I think that'd be a good move. No way. Jonas Valanciunas <laughs> is the big dog of the year. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. San Antonio Spurs, the final team, New Year's resolution. Just keep sucking. I'd like to see the Spurs be good again. And if they can get Wembenyama and they get another generational talent, Pop will coach till he's 96. And, oh, yeah. Uh, this will be good. So th- those are the New Year's resolutions for each NBA franchise. I love it. And, I love uh, it. I think uh, I think that they're all they're all good. I think they're all attainable for these guys uh, if they want to be competent. But like we know, and I'm sure everyone listening here, you've had a New Year's resolution that's been attainable and you failed to hit them. So uh, yeah, not me though. Now. Not me this year, Matt. Nope. Nope. New Year, New You. Uh, and the last thing that we're going to be talking about here, it's December. Actually, sorry, I'm I'm checking my stats here. It's actually January. Uh, it's it January, January, but we're giving out the big dog of the month. Big dog of the month for the month of December. This month comes to a player who uh, was a big part of his team's uh, surge in success. Uh, they're in the playoff picture right now, uh, a play-in picture. Uh, they're, they're still working on it. They, they have potential, <laughs> and he's been, uh, he's been a driving force, especially on the defensive end. Uh, we're going to the New York Knicks big man, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, yeah. He averaged the most offensive rebounds per game in the month of December, uh, almost two blocks a game as well as getting a steal. Uh, he's always boxing guys out. He's fighting along the block, uh, and uh, you know maybe, maybe not the, the big dog offensively, but you know he's always rising above the rim and posterizing guys as well. So uh, Mitchell yeah. Robinson, the big dog of the month. I think this might be his first time getting it. but he I was, think so. But he was always in, uh, you know, behind closed doors of uh, the illustrious Big Dog of the Month committee. Uh, you know, we've, yeah. we've always his name's always floated around there. But we, you know, the Knicks just sucked, and there was no real point. Um, yeah. But you know, right now 
he's a, he's he's doing his job well, and the Knicks are looking decent. Like they look frisky. So you know, Mitchell Robinson, well deserved. Uh, congratulations joining. Uh, I believe Josh Hart and uh, and Kyle Kuzma and Jonas or something. No, Kuzma didn't get one this year yet. He no, it, how year. many? We, Just, we, I think it was Josh Hart and Josh Hart and Steven Zubach. Adams maybe. No, Zubach. it was Zubach. It was Zubach. Zubach. Zubaz, yeah. Josh Hart, and this is only the third That's month, it. eh? That's third it. Month. All right. Zubaz, October, uh, November, December. Zubaz, Robinson, and Hart. Those are the, the big dogs so far the, in the NBA. I think that, that yeah. those are all good picks so far. Let us know yeah. if you guys uh, think that sh- someone else should have taken home big dog of the month this month. Uh, and be sure to nominate uh, someone for the month of January once that month yeah. comes to a close. Because uh, yeah. we'll be giving that we'll one see. out as well. Uh, and go out. Hit the uh, the Twitter polls at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, whatever the fuck you want at Big Dog Ball Talk. And we'll be back. This is a Monday pod. Mondays, Fridays. That's the Big Dogs to where we live. Coming yep. up with our All Star selection special soon. So be sure to, to keep your eyes open for that. Maybe a Wednesday special. We'll see how we decide to do that one. But uh, <laughs> this has been Matt Aikman and Jordan Flegel for Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says, Happy New Year, Matt. Happy New Year! Happy now. New Year! Happy New Year! What, Happy did you, did, New Year! Did you did you see the the, the two guys uh, Andy Cohen and uh, I think his last name's Cohen and uh, we'll go with uh, it. Con. Uh, God, what's the guys? Oh, Anderson Cooper. They do the mm-hmm. uh, New Year's thing, but they they didn't let Andy Cohen drink uh, on New Year's Eve. So he was he was getting fed pickle juice, buttermilk. Should have quit. Uh, he was he was. I would have walked off the set, but uh, you know it was. It was interesting, Matt. Uh, th- I, I I drank quite a bit, but I wasn't I wasn't hungover, not even a lick, Matt. Where, where, nice. How were you feeling yesterday? Uh, not that bad actually. I don't think I, I went overboard. Uh, I think last New Year's, uh, I, 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 I the last couple of New Year's, I think I've been progressively getting a little bit more tame. So I think that's there good we for go. Me. Um, We're getting but, old. Uh, that, that, that being said, uh, you know, still still was a hit in the sauce uh, like there's no tomorrow. But uh, you know, happy New Year's to everybody. And uh, yeah. you know, I'm glad you're uh, staying the same, Matt. I'm glad you're staying the same. Yeah, 2023, no hangovers.